1: Happy Friday to you wherever you are. We're coming from Pine Grove Studio B here in uh, Happy Valley. Another wet day for us here to end the week. But hopefully we'll lift your spirits with some good news for Penn State football. We're bringing to you the most interesting players coming up this weekend for Penn State football at their junior day. We've been talking about it for three shows now. And now we're going to get to the main names you need to know that will be here this weekend. Or at least the ones that intrigue Are Ryan Snyder. Our recruiting insider extraordinaire that's coming up on the BWI Daily Edition. It's been a busy week, Ryan. It's been a lot of stuff going on. We're here, though, on Friday. We've made it to the weekend, which doesn't change your workload whatsoever. You know, there's going to be more stuff coming up at bluewhiteillustrated.com with junior days. But how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, get me to February, man. That's when I get to enjoy some Saturdays of, you know, laying around the house and doing nothing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the off season, but it's never the offseason college football. Uh, recruiting, of course, is going to be uh, the main focus, I would say, for the next three weeks. We, we have junior days, and we're going to talk about some of the guys that really stand out to me on that list today. But I think before we get there, we have to also mention Chimney Onu, of course, who Sean and I talked a little bit about on Tuesday uh, but Penn State does have an official visitor on campus this weekend uh, in the uh, four-star offensive tackle prospects 6'6 6 to 70s what he's listed at of course we'll get an accurate measurement we hope to get an accurate measurement once the uh, visit ends this weekend so let's see how he stacks up and how that visit goes but Penn State's still trying to add 2023 20, guys of course they love to add a wide receiver as well the as of as of us doing this podcast, there isn't. We don't think there's going to be any transfer portal guys on campus. There's been talk uh about Malik McLean. There's been talk about uh, a few other guys. It was it, was it uh Freddie, Freddie Roberson, Rob- I believe. Yeah. yeah. Freddie
1: Roberson.
0: I, I as of late morning, early afternoon, there was no nothing set. But that's what's wild about the portal and why I always joke with Sean, like, hey buddy, you, you can have it. Uh because it just moves so fast. I and mean, we kind of yeah. saw that this week with Tyrone Broden. Uh you know, one hour is one thing, the next hour is another thing. And the next hour is something totally different.
1: So we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, We did three shows this week on the transfer portal. So if you don't think it's a big deal, it's a big deal. Like the amount of things, the amount of things that almost happened could have happened, might happen. Like it's a daily update, which is why we have the BWI daily edition. It's a big deal and a big pain in my ass. If I have to be honest, it's (laughs) It's just hard. It's so hard.
0: It's, it's, (laughs) It's just a whole new game, uh, yeah. and, and you know you, you're dealing with college kids who, you know, they don't want to do interviews. I mean, you, we'll, we'll get some, but most of them don't want to talk. They just want to take care of their business. So it's just it's just a hard thing to follow. But yeah. anyway, uh, Chimney Onu, we know he's going to be here this weekend. We know there's going to be a bunch of Junior Day guys. Uh, I should mention Chris Jones is here on Friday as we're as we're taping this uh, four star linebacker out of Virginia. Uh, he is the. I think it's like a second cousin of Kenny Sanders, some kind of distant relationship there. It, it, it may matter. I don't know if it's going to be the end all be all, but uh important relationship there. It should help Penn state a little bit. I do. I do want to stress that, but uh, we'll see uh, where that takes Penn state in the weeks ahead. And then as we said, big junior day on Saturday, expecting about 40 guys or so. And uh, should be, should be, I don't know if it's going to lead to commitment, but right. it, it, it certainly will, will lay the, uh, you know, lay the groundwork for stuff down the road.
1: So I want to ask you about uh, Chimney Ono. With, with, what do you expect, I guess, from this visit? Is this, is this different than any other official visit? You know, kind of in the same vein as Vega Iwana last year. It's late in the process. But is there anything special or important or anything you would expect to come out of it, I guess?
0: Well, it, I, we what I need to learn, and I think what everybody kind of needs to learn, and I, we hit on this a little bit Tuesday, it's just... How important is NIL? Because just look at the other schools, Michigan State, Ole Miss, very heavy NIL schools, making a lot of big promises. Uh, Michigan State has been absolutely splashing the cash, if that makes sense. So uh, when I see two schools like that as the other schools he's gonna visit, it certainly grabs my attention because I know I'm pretty confident, pretty confident in saying Penn State's is not going to throw around the money those kinds of schools are going to throw around. So I think Sean, Sean said on Tuesday, was it the the all things considered recruits or something like yes. that? I think his line was I like uh, all things considered or or in a normal world. All things being five equal. All things yes, being that's equal. it. All things being equal. Good, 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 uh, good reminder there, T. Frank. All things being equal. This is a player, Penn State absolutely should land. He's from Maryland, cares about academics. There's a lot of little things there that, point to penn state but again in in this whole new world of nil and you have schools like michigan state who again are offering substantial more money than what penn state's collectives are offering how is that going to play to this so uh, i'd be surprised he was committed to old dominion he's taken a, one other of official visit to Rutgers. i'd be surprised if he committed just because it it's not like his recruitment i don't want to say it ever started because it's it's been going on for a while now but he's going to get back to back to back power five official visits right like right. You're right. you, you, mo, most guys want to get those experiences so I'd be that's why I'd be surprised if he just went to Penn State and ended it this weekend but then again you know there, there's that part of me that's like well he does really fit Penn State well so maybe he'll get up there for the first time have a great two days and and end it so I would lean towards him still going to Michigan State and Ole Miss I certainly uh, would expect that to happen but we, we've seen crazier things and, and again uh, from my
1: limited two, three, four conversations with him, he does fit Penn State pretty well. So that's why it's very important. To subscribe to com. $30 from now until next, uh, start of next football season for you to get access to premium content. And if that's too rich for your blood, how about free? Subscribe to Blue Illustrated here on YouTube and hit the notification button so that you don't miss any breaking news. If there is a player that signs, we will have breaking news for you. And that's how that system works. People have been very happy and excited. When they see the breaking news graphics here on the YouTube channel, so don't miss out on that stuff. Subscribe, and while you're at it, like the video. Always appreciate that. Uh, this is on the rundown, Ryan, but I, we didn't talk about a pre-show, so I hope this isn't throwing you a curveball. Uh, Greg Pickle just wrote an article today about Penn State having an offense recruiting offensive uh, recruiting analyst uh, position mm-hmm. open, um, and with a focus on Pennsylvania. So just. Can you take us into how that position works and if Penn State is going – if Penn State is doubling down on this or is this kind of a – this is the description of the job and it's, you know, uh, that's what they're expecting him to do and it's not changing as much?
0: Yeah, so – it's a little bit of a curveball because I, I don't, Sorry. I don't know you and your damn curveballs, Steve Frank. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I haven't read all the scriptures of it. I mean, it's it's a really simple job, right? They want somebody who's going to focus on Pennsylvania primarily, and right. that's not just scholarship guys. It's walk-ons too because they get they get a. Good chunk of their walk-ons from Pennsylvania. So uh, we know when Franklin signed his last contract that there was money in there to continue to expand his staff. And I I would expect to see maybe even one or two
1: more analyst roles. So this is a new position. This is not a position that was uh, opened up because I didn't think I didn't think I'd noticed anybody that had left that was analysts have left, but not recruiting people that I had seen. So this is a new position. From what I understand, yes. Uh, okay. I mean,
0: I could be. totally This is off why on we're that, talking about I, it because I I asked I the wrong believe. question
1: to start, but you you have the answers for us.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm trying to read the job the job description <laughs> why you throws out. I mean, evaluating top offensive and defensive players from Pennsylvania, the Northeast region, and across the entire country. So, um, I mean, it's that de- it's definitely specifying Pennsylvania, which we haven't seen in other, uh, what is it? Uh, job descriptions in the past, right. but I mean, it's. It's just adding to the recruiting staff is the main thing I would stress. I mean, there's no – if you, we get the chance to talk to Andy Frank and Kenny Sanders and I think Alan Zemitis and others uh, during signing day. We just got to do that a couple weeks ago. And they have specific titles in their jobs, but this isn't a job that's specific. I mean, it's it's just – every recruiting cycle is different every kid's different uh, you, you have a lot of different things where you have to think on the fly and and um, you know whether it's from scheduling visits to evaluating players uh, and, and everything in between uh, there's no while the job descriptions may be specific it's not it's not really like that I, I look at it more so as them adding to their staff now I'm sure down the road maybe we'll get a chance to talk to James especially after this hire is done so yeah. I can see maybe may, maybe if it's done before the February sign day i doubt it will be uh, maybe down the spring we can ask and, and try and get a little bit of a feel for it but i think if we were to ask him he, he would just kind of point to the alabamas the georgias and all these other staffs of the world which still almost double what penn state has penn state has i believe 12 ish right, right around a dozen maybe a little more uh full-time recruiting staffers you know where a school like georgia i last time i checked was like pretty much double that it was like 22 to 24 Jeez. kind of range so and Alabama's the same. I mean, a lot of those SEC schools are like that. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're just trying to get as many many guys in there, girls too, I don't want to say specifically guys, but many people as you can in there uh, to do all sorts of different kind of jobs. And and the more people you have out there scouting and communicating, and that's the main thing, just communicating. One person can only talk to so many people uh, at, at one time. So I think that's the main thing there. I mean, there, like you said, it, there is a focus on Pennsylvania in this description, but uh, I I wouldn't be shocked if you get to talk to that person in three years from now. They're gonna just tell you they do a little
1: bit of everything. I I, I did. I'm glad I asked you about this, uh, but as always, like the the actual answer is way more interesting than the question I asked. So if uh, I guess if you like texting and uh, you know enough about football, sharpen your resume and send it over Penn State because uh, apparently they're hiring. Let's Maybe get I'll hit them up. Yeah, I'm Right? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> just teasing. Uh, let's let's hit Junior. Day. So I, I gave it out to the people. You know, I I've uh, I've seen those on on the the Penn State message boards before, and I was talking to uh, somebody the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, you should do that." I'm like, mm, "I'm no. I'm happy just watching the film when I watch it." Uh, right. Junior Day list. It's a big list. There's a lot of names, and I don't necessarily want to sit here and read them all out. First off, because bluewhiteillustrated.com is where you get all those names, and you should you should sign up and go get them. Secondly, like let, I want to make sure we have some context, we have some conversations about him. So you did an awesome thing already, and you highlighted five that intrigue you. So mm-hmm. we're going to go over those five today here on the show. Do you want to start in the order that you had in the article, or do you yeah. want to go through differently? Okay, let's yeah, start with fine. the top one on the on the mm-hmm. list. It was Aaron Scott, right? Right. Yeah, top uh, top prospect out of Ohio. Uh,
0: Aaron Scott's on pace to be a five-star player. Yeah, right now, On 3 has him ranked number 19 in the country. Uh, they don't, and most recruiting services do this. I know rivals did this when we were still there. Uh, they, We don't throw five stars at everybody right away, right? You, you kind of gradually add to your five stars down the road. And, you know, I, I think most people who follow recruiting know it's usually you're trying to project first-round draft picks. So it's usually around 30 or so five stars each year, give or take a few. Uh, so he is on pace to be a five-star player. We have him at 5'11", 165 out of Springford, Ohio. Springford is... Uh, a little bit west of uh, Columbus, kind of. I think it's between Dayton and Columbus. So where I'm getting with this is, this is a player that Ohio State should land, and a and five I would, star corner. Yeah, that yes. sounds like something they've done in the past. It is, it is, and 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 I don't want to give people false expectations or anything like that. Uh, but Penn State is still striving. To beat Ohio State, I know Michigan has emerged as a as a real power in this conference, but I still feel like if you pulled most Penn State fans, you know the goal is to become Ohio State. The goal is to, uh, you know, really really become their main competitor. I know Michigan will always be that rival, but uh, to 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 get even with them, you know, stop losing the majority of those games. And these are the kind of players that you have to. I, I'm not not even land, but you have to have a real serious fight uh for for these kind of guys and if, right. if you want to stack up with ohio state so again do i do i think penn state's going to land aaron scott I, no right now i don't but the fact that you're getting him on campus uh is is a win within itself and this yeah. is your opportunity to to present that fight to ohio state to to actually uh get in the ring and 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 you know maybe uh land a few blows again it don't think they're going to get him. I'll keep stressing that. But this is your opportunity to 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 push. uh you know, To be taken really, seriously, opp-
1: right? To be yeah, taken well, seriously by top talent.
0: Yes. Well, really what this is, is you got to blow it out of the park with him to try yeah. and get him back in the spring for a spring practice. And then most importantly, try and get him in June for an official visit. He's yeah. already visited Ohio State three times. He's visited Notre Dame once. And I believe that's it. So it's not like he's going all over the country, down south, all these different places. He's been picky with his visits mm-hmm. uh so this is you know, this is uh this is Penn State's opportunity so let's see where it goes I mean Terry Smith has been on him for a long time I have I've spoken with Aaron I think only a couple times now but he has spoken highly of Terry Terry's done a good job with his family as well there has been a relationship there for a good good while now I mm-hmm. know Aaron was supposed to attend I believe it was the whiteout Is he the whiteout of the Ohio State game one of those two I wasn't able to make it. So, uh, you know, again, this is their opportunity uh, to to make an impact here and, and try and get him back on campus, as I said, in the spring and, again, for an official visit. So not going to be an easy one, but Aaron Scott is the top-ranked player on campus this weekend. As I said, mm-hmm. number 19 in the country, on pace to be a five-star. Uh, whenever <laughs> Whoever that top-ranked guy is on campus, he's going to make these lists of the most intriguing guys because these are the guys you need if yeah. you want to take that next step.
1: Yeah. And this is kind of one of the things that I'm not saying that I'm not trying to draw a direct line between the two, but you talk about little wins here and there, having a great relationship, Terry Smith, building that relationship. And then you win the Rose bowl. It looked pretty. It was fun for Penn state fans. I can't imagine that hurt. And, you know, having no. a guy that is one of the top players in the country come to your junior day, you know, raising the level of of athlete and player that is interested in your program, which by the way is not low for Penn state. Like they have, are in on a lot of top players but you know percentage of in i think is the is the point here hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting
0: That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is and not as job. simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so
1: many know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. A guy that we both like a lot, I think. I mean, at least I like him quite a bit. Next on the list, Anthony Speck. Tell us about Speck. Oh, for sure. Speck is- I'm I'm mad at Charles. I, I
0: need to get Charles up this guy's rating. Uh, we have him as a three start on three and I and I there's not too many guys I totally disagree with, but uh, I disagree with this one. I mean, to me, I'm not saying Specca's is a five-star guy or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, in my eyes, he should be in that top 300 or at least hold a four-star rating somewhere in that ballpark. So we'll we'll see as things progress, Charles still has to update, uh, do you know, do more valuing for 2024. They're trying to finish off 2023 with the All-Star Games, just finishing and all that. But uh, long story short, let's get into why he's intriguing to me. And it's pretty yeah. simple. Six months ago, Penn State was not the team to beat with Anthony Specka. Uh, he's been and and he's been to Penn State six times. I mean that's mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, I, I can't think of too many players who have one just visited Penn State six times already. But two visited visited that many times. And Penn State's not like the clear cut favorite as we'll talk about with somebody else here in in a bit. So uh, a while I would say back in the summer it, it was pretty becoming pretty clear that Michigan was the team to beat there. Mm-hmm. He comes back. The week before, I think it was like a Friday, a couple days before the Lash Bash. He was originally supposed to go to the Lash Bash in July. Penn State switches it; and makes it a personal day, and it was it was it was one of the best decisions they made because it was just one on one with of the entire day. Yeah. Um, since then, he's really raved about Aunt Dan Connor. He always spoke highly of Dan Connor from a meeting he had. I think it was a game last year, just a quick twenty minute talk before a game, and now Dan Connor has become a very strong. Um, Uh, focal point in in this recruitment not on top of that you know Manny Diaz now has has gotten more and more involved he's gotten more comfortable with Manny uh so so right now I look at this as pretty much a 50-50 recruitment with Michigan uh and and that wasn't what I was saying a while back uh we know he's going to go to Pitt next weekend you can't rule out Pitt uh I believe his dad he, he they grew up Pitt fans Uh, but but then he's going to go to Michigan on the 28th uh, of January and and I fully expect this to be a Penn State Michigan battle down the stretch will that end in the spring kind of tough to stay still will it end in the summer I'd be surprised if we went all the way into July uh, just because I feel like he's focused on these two schools and and yeah, like I said, I think he's truly down to two schools, so I, yeah. I, I can see this ending in the springtime. I don't want to rule out South Carolina, Tennessee. I don't want to rule out Pitt. He's been in Notre Dame a good bit too. I think Notre Dame's fallen off a bit. Uh, and, and to me, this is going to be a Big Ten East battle between Penn State and Michigan. And uh, you know, this is just another chance for Penn State to maybe take an edge there, or at yeah. the very
1: least, uh, stay neck and neck with Michigan. I, I appreciate the fact that he plays linebacker. <laughs> like, I just like the fact that I'm not watching a defensive end uh, and I could have some, like, translatable skills. Uh, see, we have been 6'1 a half two fifteen 215 in the On3 database. Curious uh, about arm length. That's one thing that sticks out to me on film, and that's just, you know, pure curiosity. Um, mm-hmm. And then secondly, he's a damn good football player, like, from mm-hmm. uh, vision, intelligence, coverage ability. I know we're watching highlight film. But the point is, it's stacked where he's showing you individual skills of taking on blocks, third and short stops, coverage, interception, um, chasing down plays, read and react. He, he does all of it. That's why I like watching him play football so much. That's, I, it, it's, it's pleasing. I'm, I'd be curious to see where they have him, if they have him as a Mike or as a Will. Um, next guy on the list is Ethan Calloway. Yeah. Very interesting player because of one specific thing, right, Nate? Uh, Nate. Ryan, <laughs> my kids
0: aren't barging in, are they? Well, I'm good. I'll Nate just there go there home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right.
0: I love Nate. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Ethan Calloway, 6'7", 300. What's that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? We have an offensive tackle, a true. Yep offensive tackle and that's the one thing penn state's missing from this class now of course callaway is a 2024 prospect uh of course they are going for Jim Neonu, of course who is on campus who would be a tackle as well but but the point there is is penn state needs to find some true offensive tackles and this is this is what callaway is what what stands out about callaway to me is that he took his first visit november 26 for that michigan state game and actually didn't hold an offer Coming into that visit, he actually that's when he uh, earned the offer from Penn State. So, of course, that was I don't know what was that seven weeks ago, I believe, something like that. He has he's been to almost a dozen schools now, uh, he has around a dozen or so offers. Callaway could go anywhere uh, this mm-hmm. week, next week, wherever, and he chose to come back to Penn State. So, whenever I'm seeing guys who come to a game, right? And, of course, the game experience is good. You, you, you Obviously, you get to see all the, the passion of the fan base. You get to see them up close, Beaver Stadium, all that. But whenever I see a guy come to a game and then immediately, or not immediately, but his next visit, whether it's a month, two months, whenever, is to come back to that school to actually learn about the school, to actually see right. the Lash building, to learn about the academics, meet the coaches more, everything that goes with that, it, it's uh, you know, stands up. Um, what's the? Uh, a bells, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what i was trying to. do Yeah, here. yes, yeah. And you, that that grabs my attention. I knew what you. That were grabs saying. my attention. Yeah. Uh, we. I'm, I wish I could point to more examples down the road, but we've seen this many times. Of hey, you know, that that game made a big impression on him. He's got the offer now. He's talking to Trout a lot. There's a good relationship going, and boom, you have the opportunity. To go to all these different schools, he's got Tech, he's got Florida, he's got LSU, NC State, a couple others, and you're choosing to come back to Penn State for your next visit. So that yeah. stands out to me a lot. He does have a Tennessee visit for January 28th. Of course, I think the Vols, yeah, the Vols are going to be a player here as well, yeah. uh, and, and we'll see where things go. But again, just coming back for a second visit there after seeing a game and now everything he's going to learn. Uh, I, Certainly stands out to me, and, and this is a guy that they really need. And, Bo, by the way, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this. Callaway is, like, on pace to be a top 10 offensive tackle, guys. He's eighth in the country right now, um, number 128 nationally and eighth mm-hmm. at the offensive tackle position. So we're not talking about, you know, a,
1: a kind of a project player. I mean, this is one of the best offensive tackles in the country. Yeah, I just want to put this up here again because there's a couple things on film I see right away that I, I really like, and athleticism is good. I don't know that he has the, the best feet I've ever seen, but he's very good. Um, You know, looking at him, I might peg him as a right tackle, but like NFL right tackle college, maybe mm-hmm. he can play uh left tackle. The strength is obvious. The size is obvious. But some of the things he does already that I've seen Phil Troutwine teaching his players is kind of loading his hands. He's not he's not coming with his hands out. He He's getting ready, and he's been taught proper base techniques. I guess is what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. So uh, when you're saying like not a project player, he's got some advanced little stuff here as well. Like look at where his hands his placement is in and his pass protection, and like some of these nuanced things that are not they're not they're the basics of the position, but they're not basic. Like ah, it's easy to pick up, or it's something that you can overlook because you're, you're six seven or whatever he is. You have gotta be good at these things, and mm-hmm. shortening that learning curve as well. So I like what I see there uh, overall. I'll be interested to see if that goes somewhere where we learn more about him. He focus on him.
0: He's a true six seven three hundred too. I just want to throw that in there. We got that uh, from his last visit to Penn State. I mean that that those are actual big, measurements. So
1: yeah, and that's interesting too. Like we talk about. Phil Trout what he looks for in an app. At- like he likes these huge guys. And I, I don't I don't necessarily mean like just big framed but guys that play big too some, maybe some that, you know, for me, if I'm looking at them, maybe I don't know that they have the lateral athleticism I like, but they're they're really good offensive linemen and they're huge. That's well, what when, when you see these preferences to me, that's one thing that keeps cropping up. Nair Daniels is gonna be here this weekend as well. 67350
0: from Bergen <laughs> Catholic. Uh yeah, Nair might have to slip down a little bit down the road. I, well, I mean, yeah. I actually don't even know that. I haven't seen him in a year, so I don't want to say that. I last saw him for camp, so it's been you know six, seven, eight months now. So I don't know what he looks like at the moment. But uh, another really, really massive uh, offensive tackle prospect. So they're going to have a few uh, quality offensive linemen on campus this weekend. Uh, but Callaway – actually, I do want to mention Blake Frazier too from Texas coming up. Of course, mm-hmm. Frazier is uh, a, a Michigan legacy prospect. A lot of people think that's going to – uh, you know, hurt, schools like Penn state and whatnot. He is. And and Frazier, by the way, he's six six two fifty, 250 So he's, he, he needs to probably add some weight, but that, yes. but that's what schools want though. They want those.
1: That's more They want exactly. That. That's more yeah. of what you see normally, but then you see some of these guys that Phil Trout one is in. There was a couple the, the kid from Georgia that didn't end up at Penn state that we saw that they were interested in late. I forget uh, what his name was, but again, another huge okay. dude that was already oh. over 300 pounds.
0: I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, dang it, now I can't think of his name, too. I know. Next. I do this all the time.
1: <laughs> the point is, we're going go to go into a name that every Penn State fan should know. And if you've watched this show, uh, you know Jalen Harvey. You've seen his highlight film in, like, the last four recruiting shows. So I didn't put it up today. But tell us, Jalen Harvey, he's intriguing to you because...
0: I'm still trying to look up the offensive tackle's name. I was trying to get it real quick before we moved on. Bo Hewley. Bo Hewley. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. All right. Jalen Harvey. Well, I mean, if you do we really have to talk about Jalen Harvey? I mean, I think you guys know just this one by now, right? This is a yeah. player that we are absolutely expecting to end up at Penn State, uh, this will be his fifth visit now. Uh, he's been to Penn, so Penn State four times previously, uh, coming up for his fifth visit. And, uh yeah, you know, Sean and I already have picks in for Jalen. You know, all, all signs have been pointing to Penn State for a long time now. Uh, not only has he been here, not only will this be his fifth visit, but just look, uh maryland west virginia virginia tech duke they all got him on campus once and those were all a long time ago like he hasn't even really been trying to go see other schools it's all about penn state you have that relationship with chop robinson of course who also played at quince orchard so there's there's just a lot of things here that just are pointing to penn state when will that end though is the big question he told chad simmons Uh, earlier this week he's point he's looking at his birthday as a as a chance to narrow his list to a top five i think i think it was march 11th is was what he said uh i can't see penn state letting this one get to official visits they know that they're in a good spot they haven't had to crank up the pressure on them there's no reason to crank up the pressure on guys while they're in season their junior years once this 2023 cycle is totally done, it's it's pretty much done, but not completely done, and they can really focus everything on 2024. Absolutely expect the staff uh, to start really pushing for commitment. So, do I see it happening this weekend? Probably not. Although I, I I I'd be lying if I said maybe I won't prep a story just to just to be safe there. I mean, he wouldn't make sense as far as a guy to jump on board. I mean, I can't think of too many more that makes sense more than Jalen. But just the, the way he's gone about his recruitment, the way he just uh, – what he just explained to Chad the other day, I still see this probably going into March. April is where I really think Penn State can say, all right, man, you know w- w- we don't want you getting to official visits. We need some momentum. Who knows what the cost will be then. But uh, right. usually March, April is when they really crank it up and they get a you know, surge of commitments. And I could certainly see him being one of those guys. But all signs point to Penn State here, another four-star player. When that when that decision will come uh, is just kind of where it's uh, TBD still.
1: The most fun player on our list because he catches the football, Keelan Adams. Uh, yes. Round us out with Keelan Adams, who, like I just said, he's got some really fun film to watch. So, Keelan Adams is is a great player, great kid. Penn State has struggled
0: with tidewater kids for a while. Of course, they have Keandre Lambert Smith, uh, but I mean, how many, I don't can't think of too many other Virginia Beach guys on the roster at the moment. Maybe I'm. I can't think I'm I don't think I'm missing any. well Catron Allen actually excuse me he's from he's from that area but he went and played at IMG so I do want to mm-hmm. mention Catron there but uh anyway the point with Keelan Adams is this is a player that I think Penn State should be top five for whether okay. they're gonna land him or not kind of still hard for me to say I would still point to some other schools uh as having a good shot with him but the one thing I will note is I really thought North Carolina was going to be a player with Keelan Adams. Of course, Dre Bly, uh, their cornerback coach, is from that region. He's like pretty close with the coaches at Green Run. I thought that was going to give the Tar Heels a foot in the door. And then, boom, I saw two days ago that Matt Brown has gotten rid of Dre Bly. Now, North Carolina's secondary, as I'm sure you'll, we'll talk about more with Storm Duck, not yeah. very good this year. Uh, T-Bike, you you know that. We've talked about that quite a few times now. So, yeah. I, I I think that's I mean that's definitely why they got rid of Dre, but Dre, Dre was a great recruiter. So I, I I'm just I'll, I'll be I'll be very curious to see where Dre Bly ends up. But to get back to Keelan Adams, this will be his third visit to Penn State. He came for the last bash in July, came for the Ohio State game, and similar to Callaway, uh he did take one visit to Pitt the
1: mm-hmm. weekend
0: after coming to that Ohio State game. So it was the first weekend in November, I want to say. Um, but he had the opportunity to go pretty much anywhere this weekend. There's a lot of schools that want to get Keelan Adams on campus, and he chose to come to Penn State first. So be curious to see just kind of what he gets out of this weekend, where Penn State stands after, uh, after this trip. Uh, there's a few others, as I said, who are in the mix uh, with Keelan Adams. I think he has two more visits scheduled. I'm trying to look it up here as I continue to talk. It is Miami uh, next weekend, January 20- yeah. 21st, and then Virginia Tech uh, january 28th so we'll, we'll keep an eye uh miami is as aggressive as any school in the country right now so i'll be curious you've to see. mentioned
1: tennessee and miami in the show so i think we get like a bingo yeah. an nil bingo now <laughs> uh,
0: we and old miss and michigan state uh for chimney Odu, of course in the beginning so there's uh, there's a lot of schools that are splashing around cash and those those yeah. four are, are part of it but uh again just this is a player i think penn state should be top five with yeah. He in my eyes is one of their top five receivers uh for the t- class of twenty twenty four. I like so, him a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's just see where
1: where this goes uh in the weeks ahead. Uh is so he's been to Penn State, so 6'2, is that a verified height? You know, we can get yes. to him there. Okay, yes. that that's a big thing because you, you mentioned Keandre Lambert Smith and the way he runs reminds me of Keandre, where he's got this. I mean, you watch the way if you're watching here on YouTube. The way he runs, he's got that sprinter's forward lean, but he's got great change of direction, 6'2", big frame, and really good, good stride, good speed. I mean, there's a reason that he's the 120th player in the nation. Um, You know, I I think he's going to go up from there too as well. I I really like what I see on film. Just, again, I've seen a minute of film from Keelan Adams, and I can see why he is one of Penn State's top targets at receiver because he brings it all to the table. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're talking about these players and we're talking about, especially in the transfer portal. Okay. Can they fit this role in the offense? Can they do this well enough that they'll win more times than they don't. And that can help the offense function. You want players like Keelan Adams that you can line up at Z. You can line up at X. He might even be able to play in the slot. Like you want guys that can do all of it, that have the potential to be complete athletes at the position and, uh, Penn State needs to get one of these guys that's six two and runs like a deer. So the next one apparently is Keelan Adams. Um, so yep. really uh, interesting. Hey, so I just
0: looked it up, T Frank. I I I do apologize. I he's he's a little closer to six one. He's like pretty much six one and a half. So he's a little bit under six two. Okay. I do need to update that. Um, and I and I and thank you. Actually, now I realize I do need to update his, his profile. But hey, at least I got you the right facts, though. He's he's closer to six one and a half. But go ahead.
1: Well, either way, like. You're over one. You have a big, right. you, a big frame and a guy that can, you know, if he grows another half inch. Oh, we're talking you're in the ballpark. You you have that yeah, threshold of sure. Um, So that's the list. Is there anybody off the list? Anybody uh, off the list looking in that you're interested in? Yeah. So actually his teammate, Tayshawn Young,
0: I don't know if it's Steve, uh, Steph, uh, his teammate, um, Keelan Adams' teammate from Green Run. Go Go pull up his film. Dude, it's like 18 minutes long, and it's a lot of, like, impressive plays. So uh, I think Tayshawn's going to be a guy – he's a three-star right now by on three. I could see him being a guy we're talking about more down the road. I remember when Keelan came for the Ohio State visit, and and the the days after that, I was talking to Penn State people about Keelan. And, of course, they spoke very highly of him. They love him, all this stuff. But they – Two of the three people I spoke with just made sure to mention, hey, um, keep an eye on his teammate as well, Tayshaun. We, we think he's probably one of the more underrated guys. He's a 5'11", 160-ish, so, and I don't think we have verified numbers on him, so he's probably more like 5'9", five, five, for all I know. But uh, <laughs> as of now, uh, he, he will be up this weekend, so we'll, we'll get some accurate accurate measurements then. I Before we end this, too, I do want to mention the – uh Buford guys coming up from Georgia class of 2025 mm-hmm. Justin Baker uh Montrez Walker both really two really good looking up-and-coming prospects Montrez Walker is interesting because um not only to have a really good year playing with like five-star players I mean he had like 100 plus tackles as a sophomore playing with like multiple five stars in his team I mean Buford is just one of the most absolutely stacked teams in the country but one thing he was telling me this week is that like Penn State is maybe the school standing out to him the most at the moment, and of course he has to visit. But just right. from a relationship perspective, how aggressive they've been, uh, everything that they've done to, to try and build a relationship there. So want to mention him. Want to mention his teammate as well. As I said, Justin Baker. Don't know as much about Justin. Need to learn more about him. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. We, we mentioned Blake Frazier. Uh, Samaj Jones will be up from, from St. Joseph's Prep good looking quarterback as Sean and I have hit on a couple times a little smaller uh, but but he's he, you know he's absolutely a gamer anybody that watched that St. Thomas Aquinas game saw what Samaj Jones is all about so uh, we're going to see about a little over I think it's about 15, 16 or so scholarship guys which is uh, an excellent list and that's just uh, 2024 guys and then there's still going to be some late ads too I, I, when we get done with this I got to make a couple calls and I do expect probably a couple ads between now and tomorrow morning
1: all right, we'll go to BlueEyeIllustrated to get that information. Ryan, thank you so much for everything, handling all my curveballs. You hit so many in the park home runs, and it's just insane today. Some of them I do. Sometimes like it's a you know three strike whiff, but uh, I, well, I'm just I, I'm so curious because you've got so much good information. I just want to make sure I get it out of you for uh, all of our listeners and viewers. Appreciate that'll it. do it for the week. Uh, except that I'm lying because coming up tomorrow, it's the hoops show. So if you want to check out the hoop show before their next game on Tuesday, that's coming out tomorrow night at, uh, I think 8 PM. So make sure you tune in tomorrow at eight and, uh, we'll talk to you then.